What the hell are they talking about? Featuring your host, Dude Man and the Spaz. Welcome to the show. This is What the Hell Are They Talking About? Show about anything and everything and nothing at all. This is episode four. I am Dude Man. I'm here with my buddy, The Spaz. Hello. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? Pretty good. Good to have you back, buddy. You've been missed for the last week. I know. Two weeks, man. We haven't had a show in two fucking weeks. Yeah, and I haven't seen you in two fucking weeks. We need yeah. to make sure that doesn't happen again. Next oh, time I'm going bullshit. with you on your family vacation. <laughs> are you? Yeah, um, The Spaz is talking about a family vacation. I, uh, I went out of town and I went to uh, Hawaii, a magical land, beautiful, beautiful island. We were on Oahu. It was fun times. Pronounce every syllable. Oahu. That's how they do it, man. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's oh, Oahu, and then it's Hawaii. You know? Really? It's not Hawaii. It's and it's Hawaii. not Oahu? It's not Oahu. It's Oahu. If you look, there's a little thing between it's the like o, o and the A. apostrophe A, apostrophe H, apostrophe no, U. No, it's just O, apostrophe A, H, U. Oh, God fucking damn it. Oahu. So that should be something the pilot should fill you in, like as you're landing like so yeah. by the way so you don't look like a jackass tourist <laughs> this is how you pronounce everything just in their so culture you're not a fucking howly just uh, be sure to pronounce everything correctly there's a lot a lot of syllables with these guys <laughs> and the inappropriate way to greet them when they reach out their hand to shake you do not flop your wiener out into that hand no you do not i don't even in the ancient hawaiian culture i don't think that was acceptable <laughs> queen lilio kalani would not approve oh no she did well she didn't approve of us taking over her <laughs> <laughs> i do remember that from history yeah she didn't want us annexing hawaii but you know what all these uh missionaries were like hey you know what fuck you we you know what you sugar want. here let's do it yeah we like sugar we like uh all the pineapples we like all the all the bananas and i have to give dude man credit he brought me back a, a little token of appreciation and a gift of love it's a small um, two sack. ounce it takes all, yeah two ounce sack of delicious kona coffee it is very delicious. I can't fucking wait to start enjoying that. I made some as a cold press, and now uh, the spaz and I are sitting here sipping on it. And, mm-hmm. uh, no gin and juice in this instance, but... It's fucking delicious. It is great. It's, uh, it's just got a different flavor to it. It's so weird. It tastes like the tears of many... <laughs> right? <laughs> many of ancient Hawaiians. It was funny because I came back from Hawaii, and I like wanted to understand the history of it a little bit more. So I watched... I watched a documentary on kind of what happened with Hawaii. And, How sad was it? Oh, it was pretty pretty bad because apparently what happened was uh, um, Hawaii was, you know, just this island that had nothing on it because in the middle of the ocean is the most, like, it, it's the most, what do they call that? Remote. Remote island in the world. So how did people get there in the first place? Well, that's what the, the thing is, is like these Polynesians, I can't remember which island they came from, and I'm doing really terrible at explaining that, but um, they they basically took a canoe, and they were just <laughs> Across riding the out. the Pacific? Yeah, and they, 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 this culture was just looking for new lands, basically, on these canoes, and they were like really, really well like traveled as far as like being able to handle the water and all that, so very seafaring people. And, uh, if the Titanic movie has taught me anything, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that a canoe has no chance. Well, this is the Pacific and not the Atlantic. <laughs> Sharks? I don't know. It's the ocean. Well, it's a fucking canoe made out of wood. I don't know. I mean, I, I have seen Jaws. That they took out like half a boat, but whatever. <laughs> but, Michael uh, Bay. But it was just insane because you're looking at this movie, or not this movie, but you're watching these people, and what they did is they, they rode in these canoes, and they, they saw a bird, and they're like, what the hell's a bird doing this far out here? Paddle faster, follow. Yeah, so they started following this bird, and then they found Hawaii. Like, that's how they did it. So nothing was there, so they had to bring all their own vegetation. So apparently there was a lot of trips back and forth to whatever island, and Wait, it was, like, ridiculous I'm canoeing. Still, I'm going to start calling some bullshit on this story. Not, not from you, but like from the documentary. So they had their own supplies. They saw a bird, paddled fast enough to follow a bird in flight. Who aren't slow? It was it, probably more like they saw the direction it was going. Okay. <laughs> but then they got to the island, recognized there was no vegetation. I'm questioning how they survived and had enough time to send a someone return trip to go grab said uh, supplies. jumped on a plane, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they, they fucked the right brothers. The Hawaiians had to figure it out oh, first. Gosh, yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the American way. Conquer and claim it as our own. Yes, that was us. Not you, you stupid Hawaiians. <laughs> Thanks for the coffee. <laughs> Thanks for the coffee. Yeah. Um, so what continued to happen with all this, it was kind of interesting, is that as these islands 
kind of, you know, everybody started kind of coming over, you know, the, the, there started to be chieftains, and they all started, like, it was actually very, very peaceful, like a peaceful yeah. existence. Then all of a sudden, another, uh, uh, there was a, uh, a priest from another Polynesian culture that came over and then introduced this whole new religion that involved this thing called mana, which is, like, basically the life force and the, the uh, wisdom of whoever you conquered or whatever you conquered. So... It went from being super peaceful to everybody all of a sudden trying to kill each other and get their mana from each other. It sounds like a video game. It does. <laughs> it's so, so like, uh, it was so weird to watch it all. You this. must listen to me and obey me and kill each other to get yes. this intangible thing that I guarantee you exists, but you have no idea of proving it. It was uh, pretty much. And the thing was is that, like, all of a sudden they went from having just a few chieftains to like being over like a hundred chieftains Wait, so and they're all battling each other. On these tiny little islands. On these tiny little islands. This is how the Hunger Games starts. <laughs> no, exactly. And like everybody was just going nuts and just fighting each other and they didn't really have uh, metal, you know? They, they weren't like a bronze age. Beating each other with bamboo? No, like basically like they owl? just had these strong ass pieces of wood, you know, that they would make and then like... <laughs> the they nail put, in like, it. Yeah, well no, they'd put like shark teeth on them and shit and like, oh, they did some damage. <laughs> Like, and they were fucking each other up pretty bad with all this, and uh, and basically what ended up happening was uh, you hear about this King Kamehameha, right? Wait, hold on. So they killed a shark to make a weapon out of its teeth. Well, I don't know That's if they killed it. Right? The water's pretty goddamn clear there. I'm sure they just went down there like, oh, there's a shark tooth. Oh, there's a shark tooth. All right. I think that's more My story's more fun. I like yours, too. All right, Kamehameha. I could see that. They're hulaing down there. They're hulaing the shark to death. They lasso the shark with a giant lay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Pretty much, I think, exactly how that went down. But continuing here. I'm getting uh, getting a little off there. Spaz. So Kamehameha, this is the guy that everybody is talking about, right, that kind of took everything over. And how he did this was that there was this guy named uh, Captain Cook, and he was, uh, yeah, I know, it sounds very close <laughs> to Captain Hook, but it's not Captain Hook, it's and Captain Peter Cook. Peter Sand. <laughs> <laughs> and he was actually Polynesian, who would have thought? No, I'm joking. But uh, yeah, well, Captain Cook, he was uh, actually the first white person, or first Western Westerner, to find the Eastern Hawaiian Westerner. Island, the, the Westerner, yeah, he was the first Westerner to find the Hawaiian Islands, and basically, all, what he was doing is he was charting out what wasn't on the maps hmm. for the Western civilization uh, uh, as far as uh, the Pacific goes. So he was going around, he was just looking around, he was like, "Holy shit, there's this island here!" And like nobody was expecting there to be an island there, and uh, for, he went one time and he met somebody on one of the islands which apparently had no meaning because i didn't really get into that too much they're just like oh, i just resupplied there he just got off his boat planted a flag in this way yep. and claimed it for whatever country and then he went out to go and try and find a northeast passage i think is what they called it and they were trying to find a northeast passage well he couldn't find one <laughs> so he started being like oh man i need to go back and resupply again so he went back to i believe it was the big island they said and at this time there was only 12 chieftains in the whole of hawaii and Decided, oh, okay, cool, I'm going to go back. So he met these people, and they said there were just tons of people coming out to meet his boat and everything like this. And uh, the thing I forgot to mention was the first time he stopped there, he sent a few of his people up to go and talk to the first chieftain. And he explicitly told them, do not fuck the women. Like, do not do it. They do not have any ability to fight off all the terrible things that we have in our body. So we learned from the uh, Native Americans. Uh, well, dude, I mean, was, yeah, pretty much the exact same thing, except for, like, we were giving them, like, syphilis and shit like that. Like, <laughs> and they had, blankets filled they, with it. They had no natural, you know, ability to fight that off at that point. They had nothing. No antibodies White for it. White man eradicates yeah, another no, civilization. Yeah, no, it's exactly <laughs> what happened. They're like, oh, fuck. So we basically killed so other these people. Their penises eradicated people. Yeah. Mm. So getting back to when he got back to this other island. So he, he met King Kamehameha and he was like, hey, what's up, King Kamehameha? King Kamehameha was like, hey, man, yeah, we'll totally re, you know, redo you here as far as getting all your supplies. But uh, you need to show me uh, what's up with these guns here. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Musket. Yeah. yeah, so basically what he did, this King Cook just fucked everything up. Not King Cook, uh, Captain Cook. Fucked everything up because he, he gave one chieftain the ability to use guns against these guys that are it's using like the pieces of wood that and discovers fire and the teeth. wheel. Yeah. It was just, and so, like, basically, King Kamehameha just, like, fucked that whole goddamn island up and he just he got everybody. 
too. Uh, it was kind of cool. I mean, he killed everybody, but he he, uh, he got it so that all of Hawaii was just under one chieftain. And uh, he united Hawaii. Yeah, and then when death. when he died, that's when uh, all the Christian missionaries started coming over, and uh, that's when they converted yeah, everybody. We will save you. And that got to be quite a... That whole thing is just fucking crazy. I mean, we could probably talk about our hour for that stuff, but yeah, that, that whole story, <laughs> just how that island was discovered, and... Uh, just, just discovered, how, even though it was already... Yeah, been. discovered, and then how it was discovered again by white people, because <laughs> everybody knows when white people discover it, that's when it's actually been discovered. Yeah. I'm going to quote Eddie Izzard here and give proper credit. It's like when he's talking about the Europeans coming over on the Mayflower and Pinta and Santa Maria and you know, Margarita and whatever, <laughs> Pina Colada. We could step off and I'm like, oh, there's no one here. I claim this land in the name of whatever fucking king it was, and mm-hmm. there's no one around. Excuse me, and there's no one around. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <That's> a... <laughs> I remember that Eddie user skit. That was a good one. Dressed to kill. That was yeah, glorious. Yeah. But that's basically what we did, and like, and we annexed Hawaii with like a petition sign saying from like everybody that was a mate of Hawaii and saying that no, we don't want to be annexed. <laughs> And the Senate was like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and annex uh, Hawaii there. <laughs> we're just going to write the word in not in Hope front of this. Hope that's cool. Oh, yeah, we really like that Pearl Harbor. We're going to make that an Air Force base. Hope that's cool. Yeah, Navy base. Let's do that. Uh, so that was kind of fun. I can't wait until we start doing this shit on the moon and Mars. Right? Like, that <laughs> hey, Martians, like, fuck off. We just discovered you have water here. Yeah, well, exactly. And so we've already started fighting over space, like, you know, Russian satellites, American satellites, spy, blah, blah, blah. Can't wait till that starts. Like, the first person who establishes a moon base. Mm-hmm. Like, we already have a flag up there. Yes, we do. Apparently, it's white now, Yeah, though. it's bleached. <laughs> so, I mean, anything that's coming to the moon is just going to be like, oh, I wonder if these people are... Oh, they already put a white flag up here. I guess we win. <laughs> the French were here? Fuck. French were here. Damn, this whole planet just gives up the instant <laughs> somebody gets to their moon. This is crazy. Oh. And to all you naysayers who are like... The Earth is 5,000 years old. NASA faked the moon landings. Please go kill yourself. <laughs> or contact Buzz Aldrin. He'll greet you himself with a fist. <laughs> he really will. He'll be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Jet fuel doesn't melt spe- steel beams. Mm-hmm. 9-11 was an inside joke. No. Come on. Yes. Anyway. We'll, so- we'll have a moment of silence for that stupidity. All right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So speaking of Pearl Harbor, while I was in Hawaii, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear this story. This was great because that was like our first big thing. We wanted to go check out the USS Arizona Memorial. And right? dude, man went with his wife and my wife and his daughter and daughter's friend and his wife's two parents. You got it. So I was the one driving. We had this sweet minivan. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to married life, dude, man. Chrysler town and country. And let me tell you, it's the biggest piece of shit I've ever driven in my life. Wasn't that the same minivan you're ranting and raving about us trying to rent? We we went to your your marriage last year? Um, Yes. Then we ended up getting a big old SUV. So thank God for not getting the town and country. Yeah, no. Well, it was just a piece of shit because it was like this big fucking vehicle that is only four cylinders and then it has an eco mode on it (laughs) and if you've ever been to hawaii it's nothing but humongous fucking mountains it's like trying to get up the mountains and not piss everybody else behind you off it was just like it's just like oh my god i think i can i think i can i think i can i know i can't i know i can't i know i can't this is terrible we're going backwards yeah it was really bad and not to mention like the speed limit in most of Hawaii is like 35 miles per hour, so yes. it, it's not even like you're building speed to get up the mountain. It's more like, oh, God, we're going so slow. Are we even going to be able to make it? Put we have it in no first momentum. keep it at the red line. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We, I think we can get out and walk faster than this Dude, thing man, get out and push. Run. Yeah, it got to be pretty ridiculous. On top of that, like, it's a rental, and it was like 24,000 miles in, and oh, usually they take beat. those things. Yeah, they take those things out at like 25,000 miles, and like... Shit was falling apart on the inside. There's a big old scratch on the dashboard. Um, like the windshield wipers did not work anymore, and it was like a fucking tropical storm was going on the whole time we were there. So like, there was no, I couldn't see. Like we were up in these mountains, and it was fucking like jungle rainforest fucking rains going on. I'm just like, ah, I can't see anything. I was just screaming the whole time. Everybody in the back of the car was just like, what the fuck is he doing? Uh, just screaming if I can't see a goddamn thing right now. But anyways, we're going to go back to Pearl Harbor here because that's part of Hawaii. And that was the first part of our trip. So we get up early in the morning in Hawaii. And early in the morning, you know, 
That was probably like nine before. <laughs> That's early. Yeah, yeah. So at FYI, so it's Saturday currently, and Dude Man has, you know, he's a musician, so he plays at night, you know, knowing your audience. So he also has a wedding to attend early this afternoon with a cutoff of 1.30. Normally gets out of bed around 11.30, and he made an effort. He texted me last night and talking about, like, well, we want to get this podcast going. We haven't done it in a couple weeks. So he's like, I'm going to get up early. I'm like, all right, well, what's early? He's like, before 11, maybe? I was like, fucking Christ. <laughs> And then he wasn't ready for me. <laughs> you didn't respond. Like, when do I come over? No response. Like, well, I'm on my way. Hope it's okay. <laughs> well, it was okay. Yeah, I walked in. You were making coffee. It was beautifully timed. Yes, it was. I was wearing an apron and nothing else. Mm, assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> so we embark. We start going on our way to uh, Pearl Harbor. And really what we were trying to do is go to the USS Arizona Memorial. You know, show our respects for what happened uh what happened then on that day? Was that 1944 that that happened? I believe it was 1944. We need to call on your wife and sister-in-law. Mm. She will know. Yeah, she will know. We're going to get a whole bunch of hate mail here. People will be like, you sons of bitches. You should have known the day that went down in infamy. But, and I was just there, so you would have thought I would have like, gotten <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's your fucking excuse? <laughs> but Didn't anyways. pay attention to any of the music or like narration that was going right? over the entire time. I don't think there was any music. Narration. It wasn't even narration. No one was even mentioning the year. No, there was little plaques and stuff. I could have talked to a ranger, but I didn't want to. (laughs) I could have learned, but I chose not to. (laughs) Not to mention... But you watched the fucking documentary. This ranger, he was... uh, If I was a gay man, I would have been all over that dude, because, god damn, he had, like, the the nice cut chin and shit like that, you know? Oh, lordy, lordy, would have made me moist. (laughs) I can understand... Please, sir, tell me about what year this was. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this was the point. was going to the USS <laughs> Ten minutes later. Arizona Memorial, right? So, we leave from our hotel, which we stayed at the Disney Hotel, the Alani Hotel, which is awesome, by the way. Left from the hotel. It should have been like a 30-minute drive to get to Pearl Harbor. Well, it was, except for I was using the GPS on my phone, and I typed in Pearl Harbor, not realizing or thinking that taking you to the movie no (laughs) thinking that you know okay pearl harbor it's a fucking harbor it kind of goes around there's one side of it and then there's another side of it oh no (laughs) uss arizona memorial would have been your better choice i didn't type that i didn't type that i typed in pearl harbor so what does it do it brings me to the fucking military base part of it (laughs) So, like, we're driving there, and I'm just looking around. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, for being so touristy, like... a lot of guns. No, well, it wasn't even guns. It was just, like, very, like, country-looking. You're, like, looking around. Like, very pretty sights. But it was just like, man, it's just, like, one lane to get in here. Not that much traffic. Just driving, and it's just like... And you start seeing signs that say, you are on a military base at this point. So, at that point, I made sure I was obeying my traffic clause because, hey, do not fuck around with that. And then, finally, we get to the gate, and I'm just like... I have no idea where the hell I am right now. I'm trying to get to the USS Arizona. And the guy's like, well, on your GPS, you need to type in USS Arizona. You're the 13th jackass this hour. It's like, God damn it. So if we would have just been able to cut through the base, it would have been like a 10-minute drive. <laughs> Tell me that didn't happen. You had to no, drive it all didn't the way happen. around. We had to drive all the way around the goddamn the harbor there and... That took 35 minutes, and we had to be to the the harbor or to the the, the ticketing center an hour early. So we got there. We would have been there right on time, but it didn't happen that way. So we ended up having to drive all the way around. It took us a half an hour. So, how was your uh, wife dealing with all this? But you know, she was surprisingly doing all right at this point because uh-huh. she wasn't. If she was driving, she probably would have lost her shit. Yeah. <laughs> Minivan with eight inside found submerged in the yeah, ocean. Exactly. <laughs> But oh shit! I'm looking at so for all you listeners out there, I Google Pearl Harbor on my Google Maps on my phone, and he is not shitting. That is a bitch of a drive to get around to the other side. Yeah, no, it's fucking huge. Oh, I'm sorry. Really big. And uh, as we were going around, you know, we're like, oh fuck, we're gonna be late. We're gonna be late. We're driving, and all of a sudden we get closer and closer and closer. The GPS is like, okay, take your next right. We're like, yes, we made it. And we still got a half hour before we gotta be in there. And we get up to another fucking military <laughs> gate. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on now? The lady's like, are you guys um, U.S. military? I'm like, no, not one of us. She's like, well, the GPS is giving you literal directions to the USS Arizona. If you continue driving through here, you would actually end up in the ocean. 
Awesome. This is the reason why <laughs> there are disclaimers. Like, please do not follow your GPS blindly, especially if there is a like a bridge that's out, like for stopping on railroad track. Like, they have to do this now because people yes. are that stupid. Yeah, no, I remember. I remember seeing that in the office when Michael Scott drove into the lake. Like, yeah. No, Michael, don't do it. But it says straight. Ah, he's there screaming. But yeah, so. That, that was the bullshit of it, and she was just like, okay, you almost made it. You just got to go down one more and take a right. <laughs> like, okay, cool. So at least that one, we were, like, really close, and we ended up getting in, and we got to go and check out the the memorial, which is a very, very, very humbling experience. Oh, absolutely. But I was also there with my father-in-law, and if you've ever been to Hawaii, oh. you will see there is a lot of Asians, namely Japanese people. And if you don't remember the story of what happened with Pearl Harbor, is uh, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor in a surprise attack. So uh, that was uh, kind of sneaky, uh, very sneaky, very sneaky. The Japanese there, it wasn't very nice. But uh, so my <laughs> father-in-law is just sitting there, and I we're can't like, wait for this because I know his father-in-law, and I, I know it's coming. Oh my gosh! Like we were we were sitting there, and like we went to the memorial, and he was already kind of saying stuff. He saw people on the boat, and he's just like. I'm Japanese on here. I don't know if they should be here. This is kind of stupid. And like, we get on the memorial. We're sitting in there. We're like checking it all out. It's very nice. Everybody's being very respectful. We get back on the boat, and then there's just like this like kind of area that's after you know your boat ride back that kind of explains a little bit more what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even though they showed you a video before, but it gives you like a visual of like what you're looking at, kind of thing as yeah. you look out on the harbor. And it just sees all these Japanese people and like at this point he really can't keep his mouth shut anymore he's just like I don't think they should be here like this does not rub me right he literally does sound like Mickey Mouse too (laughs) he was not happy about it he was really pissed off and he just kept talking about he did not think that the Japanese should be anywhere let alone in Pearl Harbor or in Hawaii just because of what they did I had to remind him multiple times that we dropped two atom bombs on them (laughs) So, I mean, it wasn't like we, they were the only bastards in this situation here. So, we, we got them back pretty good. Oh, Jesus. I would have loved to have, like, why did I not get Skyped in on this? Just to be present. Well, it would have been uh, really respectful to the situation there if I Skyped you in. I'm like, hey, somebody, can you hold this while I Skype my buddy? <laughs> Tell him about how awesome I think this is that all this is going down. How, dude, man, how... <laughs> How much more disrespectful can we get than your father-in-law? <laughs> Goddamn Japs, get the hell out of here! And he had other fun names. <laughs> I can only imagine. Like, oh man, I, I can't wait until I get to the age where just out in public I can just say racial slurs. I don't even think that so much his age is just like that's him. <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> can't point. Can't give age credit for that one. Yeah, but I will say like that is, the USS Arizona Memorial is a very humbling experience. Like, still, it creeps me out. When I saw it a number of years ago, seeing the oil kind of bubble out and like yeah. come to the surface, and like it's a tomb down there. If I remember, it's a living tomb. Oh yeah, no, they they, they still they actually anybody that survived that was you know part of the Arizona because nine hundred over nine hundred men died like instantly when that thing got hit. Damn. Uh, and the the front munitions uh, cache exploded, and uh, it went down and. Basically, there was a ton of boats that went down, and that was that boat, the Utah and Oklahoma, I want to say. Someone was was paying attention, holy shit. Those were the only three boats that weren't raised back up and used again. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so the Arizona, I think, was the only... No, 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 no. It was not the only battleship, but that was the one that had the most casualties. And they decided, yeah, we're going to make this... uh, Make this like basically the tomb for it, and anybody that was uh, part of the Arizona crew before, uh, or sorry, that survived that. Um, there's a lot of them that once they they decided that once they passed away that they were going to be cremated, and they actually there's a hole inside the the hole there that they actually drop their remains in so that they can be with their their brothers. So that was kind of uh, that's awesome. That's a very a very nice thing to see. Who would have thought this would have been educational? Yeah, today? who would have thought? Yeah, right? It's about anything and everything and nothing at all, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, very much respect. and That was a very, very cool experience. But I just kind of want to get back to the, the Japanese on the island here. And it, it was kind of interesting about this was that it, it really 
made you see the cultural differences that there are. And when I say cultural differences... Selfie sticks. Uh, well, there was selfie sticks, and God that was it. really fucking weird. <laughs> it's like, really? That on the, the USS Arizona Memorial, That's... we're going to have selfie sticks? <laughs> Facebook folks. Um, oh, check this out. Oh, yes. We got the picture. Can you uh, take a pic? No, you don't need to, because I got selfie stick. <laughs> oh, I poked your eye. I'm sorry. But, uh... Basically, the thing is, is that you see how different the cultures are. In Japan, everybody is just crammed into that country like a fucking sardine can. So, they come here and they basically do the same shit. Like, they just fucking walk right in front of you. Or they'll, like, just, like, get as close as possible to you on some of this stuff. Because we, we went to the Polynesian Cultural Center. This is a really good example of uh, when, when my wife actually was about to lose her shit with this kind of thing. That, uh... We went to the Polynesian Cultural Center, and there was a ride that they had that you could go go down this lagoon here, and they had like a little canoe ride, basically. But it was like a big motherfucking canoe. Hmm. And uh, we were there. It actually wasn't too busy of a day. It was actually a pretty nice day. And uh, we were sitting here waiting for this ride so we could do that. And there was only probably like six couples at this point. <laughs> So we're like, ah, yeah, cool, we're ready to do this. And all of a sudden, the canoe comes up, and then all of a sudden, this whole fucking tour bus worth of Asians come up. And they're, they're Japanese. And we're like, oh, motherfucker. And it, it, was just, right, it so wasn't like... You're on my lap. You no, know, and that's basically what happened. Like, when we got on the boats, they were like, okay, uh, only five to a row. Five to a row. Well... They're Japanese, and I, apparently they don't speak English at all. They brought because, their pushers. <laughs> no, that's the thing, man, because they, like, they got onto the seats, and there was literally six people to the seat. And, like, these little canoes here, like, the seats went flush with the side of it. So, like, if Aww. they pushed me, they could have pushed me into the lagoon. So, basically, like, we were sitting there, and we were having our own room, and, you know, like, my wife was getting pissed off. She's just like, what the fuck, you know? And so I'd keep moving over a little bit for her and try to give her as much room as she could so that this person wasn't, like, all over her and elbowing her in the face with her selfie stick and her camera and shit. And every single time I moved over, my wife would move over. And then all of a sudden, this lady would move over next to her, and it was every single time we moved. And then at one point, like, when we just said, fuck it, we're not moving anymore... The lady looked at my wife like, "Are you gonna move over anymore?" Like, "Fuck no!" And she was like, "She was like, there's no more room over here." <laughs> like, she got really indignant about it, and uh, <laughs> what was it just pissed us off because it was like they couldn't understand English, so they were just sitting there fucking yammering while this guy was trying to tell us about the shit that we were looking at. And they're sitting there with their selfie sticks, all their cameras and shit, and we're just like. Wow, I can't hear a goddamn thing he's saying right now. He's like, okay, and then in Hawaii, they say aloha. Can everybody say aloha? Cricket, 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 cricket. And, like, nobody could fucking hear him. Like, I wanted to say aloha really bad. Like, I was ready to do it, but That's I couldn't fucking, fucking hear That's the whole fucking point of the trip, is to yeah, say that word. I was, like, really excited to be able to say aloha, but motherfuckers, they just ruined that shit for me so bad. And my wife was, like, <laughs> we got off that, and she was just like, shit. At that point, she was not having any fun. <laughs> I and, can only imagine her. Just like, oh, not to mention my uh, my in-laws were oh, back yeah. there, and they weren't <laughs> even sitting next to us. I just kept looking back at them, and just the look on their face was just like, motherfucker. What the fuck? <laughs> Polynesian culture. Was there any more uh, colorful commentary from father-in-law? Well, I could only see his gears grinding in his head at that point. It was was quite interesting. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's also my thing is like, if you're going to be traveling abroad, it is your duty to like, not to know the language. I can definitely understand that because that's quite the undertaking, but know the customs of the culture. Right. I went to Italy a few years ago. I made sure to look up, like, I did a lot of research on this. Like, what are the cultural differences and expectations and customs versus, mm-hmm. you know, America and versus Italy? So you don't go over there and be a complete asshat. I did my best. However, it sounds like in that case, it was just yeah, Dude, the exact opposite. no trying at all. So was, we're going to overwhelm you by sheer numbers. No, it's basically what it was, and they, they won. <laughs> like, none of us were like, okay, um, we're going to conquer this one back. No, they, they had us beat. I would have been, this is the evil part of me. I would have been tempted to like pull up Google Images and find a, like if I had an iPad, something large enough with a nice serene, find a picture of a mushroom cloud from an atomic explosion. Can I like, hold that above my head as I walked around? Uh, don't forget, because we haven't. <laughs> Maybe that'll shut them up for a little while. Uh, yeah, and then, then we took all their weapons away. <laughs> they still can't have a standing army. That's true. Isn't that fun? That. 
Oh man, so that 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 island was really pretty. Like there's just so much of that that was cool. Like being in the being in the North Shore, which is where the um, Polynesian Cultural Center is. Like in the North Shore is just gorgeous up mm-hmm. there. Really good food. We had some of the best burgers ever. Up did you there. have any of them? Um, was it smoked pig or like the legit? They did have. They did do that, and I forgot what they called the the barbecue that they make that in. Yeah. But we did have that. I don't like pork really so i didn't have any of that that they, they had a really good uh wait bacon well i like that but i mean like they didn't have bacon they were like oh here's some bacon you know <laughs> sizzle sizzle yeah exactly they just had you know fucking pig with a goddamn apple in its mouth there <laughs> they're ripping shit out of it you know yeah it wasn't about that <laughs> here's the hoof <laughs> yeah, right. um, ah, no thank you but um let me just tell you one thing that's very interesting about the Polynesian Cultural Center. That was kind of a letdown, and I'll tell you why it was a letdown. We went there, we got our tickets, and I look at the ticket, right at the bottom of it, it says the that we got a free tour of the Visitor Center of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Visitor Center at the Temple, which, again... Wouldn't be a problem, except for this is the Polynesian Cultural Center, and I wanted to learn everything about the Polynesian culture. Not so, the religion well, of the Southwest United States. But here's States. the thing that 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 wasn't there wasn't anything at any point about the Mormon religion. Wasn't anything about the LDS. Hmm. What well, my issue with what was going on there is they kind of showed us how all these cultures live because it wasn't just Hawaii. It was also like Fiji. It was the Samoa. It was you know New Zealand. Like all these different Polynesian cultures. They were showing you how different they lived and all this stuff, but. Never at any point did it go into the theology of any of these guys, hmm. which I would have found very interesting. But never was there any speaking of what the theology was, and that kind of that was a that was a downer. And on top of that, they they gave you the ability to walk through this village. They gave you the ability to go and check out a luau, which was pretty cool. I had a mm-hmm. really good singer, which was another funny thing. It's at the end of the luau. We decided to go up and tell the master of ceremonies that he had a very good voice and we enjoyed listening to him. Well, my... Did you get his phone number? No, but check this out. My father-in-law, when we were at Pearl Harbor, (laughs) bought a USS Arizona um, hat. It said, you know, BB-39, which was the the battleship number for, Mm. for the US Arizona, USS Arizona. So he's wearing this hat and the guy goes up to my father-in-law and he's just like, and sir, I just want to say... Thank you so much for your service. Oh, God. <laughs> my father-in-law was just like, you're welcome? Like, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about because he didn't even know what we didn't, you know. I wouldn't have thought, oh, my hat gave that away. No. Like, he was just like, why the fuck did he say that? And I started laughing my ass off instantly. <laughs> you look like you're 80 <laughs> I or 90. exactly <laughs> what it was. And he was just like, what is going on? And, like, as we were walking away, I'm like, damn, look at you looking good for a 95-year-old. And you just got to know that my father-in-law, he's not 95 years old. He's, like, in his mid-60s. I mean, like, there's no fucking way in hell that he would have been serving on the USS Arizona. Or even during World War II. No, not even World War II. Yeah, exactly. And that was just what was so funny about it. I was like, wow. And I started laughing really hard, and then he finally figured out what the hell was going on, and then he started milking that. (laughs) You're kidding. <laughs> There's a special place in hell, I well, think. No, it, it wasn't like stolen valor or anything. No, it was just the fact that he was just like, oh, my God, this guy's such a moron. And, like, he started talking about, like, <laughs> his old war stories. And, like, <laughs> oh, dude, it was just funny. It was really funny hearing that. But going back to the luau. So we were done with the luau. And then they gave us a ticket for this third show that they had. And it was, like, this – basically, it was, like, Broadway production – like very nice production value of this thing called Ha, the Breath of Life, which is supposed to be another like Hawaiian kind of thing, you know, kind of talking about their uh, culture. culture a little bit. It would have been very cool, had very good production value, had all that, you know. But the only thing was is that they had a few scenes that were set up by English so that us dumb Howleys could understand what the fuck was going on, kind of. <laughs> Wait, you, what, uh, dumb Howleys? Howleys, that's what, that's what us mainlanders are called. Oh, really? Howleys. Is there a story behind this? Or? Well, I'm sure there is, but, you know, we're called Howleys. <laughs> but uh, basically, what happened with this show, it was like a two-hour performance of very minimal English, but mostly traditional Hawaiian speaking. So, like, you're sitting here watching all this shit, Going down, 
people fucking like screaming and like doing all these dances and stuff and it's all in Hawaiian. No fucking idea what the hell's going on. You're just like we were all looking, like sitting there looking, we're just like Is there someone like walking across the stage with subtitles? Please? No. <laughs> like there was a point like there's this little kid like that was sitting there and like his grandma was doing this fucking like hula in front of him and it looked very inappropriate and like we just had no goddamn idea what was going on. In some cultures that's okay. Oh my lord, it it just made no fucking sense. Like we were like after about like the first, you know, twenty minutes we were like, Oh, this is nice and then like after that we we're like what the fuck is going on? Like, literally, like, my daughter was even looking up at me like, is this really all there is? Like, is this, or is there more? It's <laughs> like, nope, this is it, babe. And she's like, really? Like, I don't believe you right now. <laughs> I'm like, you know, this is really all there Prepare is. Prepare for more disappointment. Oh, my gosh, it was so bad. And then our whole drive home, which was from the North Shore to where our area was, was a it was about an hour drive and the whole drive we were just talking about how stupid that fucking show was and it might have been you know good for the the hawaiian culture and everything like that it might have you know if i spoke hawaiian it might have explained it a little bit better too but yeah it was just such a letdown was, if you decide that you want to go to a luau in hawaii i would highly suggest not going to the polynesian cultural center because it seemed like it was almost as far away from actually teaching you something as possible. Yeah. I wanted to go back to something real quick. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that this was not the first time you'd been to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. It was the second. So about how long ago was the first time? Oh my gosh, that was nine years ago. So you're there with a former employer, and it was there for you know some employment like you had, some of your employees with you. It was part, you know, you're doing work, part you're actually there for vacation, getting to enjoy it. So once all the employees were off doing their own separate things, you had kind of like what would be considered free time to go explore oh, yeah. the island. Well, that was mostly just... <laughs> Mostly for me, that was just fun. I, did, I had like the easiest part of that whole job. Yeah, exactly, which is fantastic. So I, I do remember you came back and had a pretty interesting story about trying to find a bar after hours. <laughs> do you mind sharing that fun story with everyone? Well, if you've ever been to Waikiki, you'll know that like everything shuts down at like 8 o'clock. <laughs> everything shuts down. So we were trying our goddamnedest to find a bar just anywhere. And nothing was open in Waikiki. So we're like, okay, we got to ask some of the locals if we find anywhere the hell we need to go. Well, they told us where all the strip clubs were. <laughs> so we're like, oh, cool, we'll do that. Hell yeah. Money. We go to the strip clubs, or we actually go down to the, the area that the strip clubs are at, and we're looking at it, and it's like, you know, fucking Las Vegas kind of. Just like, yeah, girls here, uh, nudie show, whatever, you know? And we're looking around, and. All of a sudden, we see this one that's like, oh, no door admission, just come right in, you know, just got to show your ID. I'm like, okay, cool, we'll check that one out. That one seems legit. <laughs> it wasn't legit at all. Like, they just had a black curtain over a door, so people couldn't just look in. So, we walk in, we get escorted in by this, I swear to God, she had to have been at least 60, 65-year-old Taiwanese woman that, like, was missing teeth and shit like mm, that. Part of the show. Yeah, so she escorts us in. And I'm looking up on the stage, and there's this, like, 50-some-odd-year-old, completely nude, oh blonde-haired lady <laughs> dancing to, like, She's My Cherry Pie or whatever the fuck it was. And her, her sexiest, glory days. oh, my God, her sexiest move that she had was playing air guitar. <laughs> Not to mention, she was completely nude except for the fact that she was wearing, like, scrunched-up socks and, like, some chucks. <laughs> It was not I was expecting at all. you to say Crocs. That oh would my, even yeah, Crocs would have been any better. But oh my gosh, she was trying to do this like rocker chick thing, naked rocker chick thing. And uh, there was a dude up front that was just eating that shit up, just giving her all the money in his pocket. But oh my god, I was just like, what the fuck is this place all about? So we get seated. This to- toothless Taiwanese woman starts taking the orders of uh, of my uh, cohorts, I guess, in this situation, and. Uh, as she gets to me, she gets down really low, gets down on her knee, and then mm. whispers in my ear. She's like, you know, there's a room in the back if you want to go there with me, and uh, you can have a private show. And I was like, <laughs> no. How strongly no, can I say no No, in your no, 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 no. So after just being thoroughly appalled by what happened here, I turned to my cohorts here, and I'm just like, we need to leave right now. We need to go. go. They're like, why? Apparently they hadn't seen anything that just went down. They're like, why? We just got our beers. I'm like, we need to leave right now. <laughs> and they they uh, Trust didn't me want this. to. <laughs> so we finally get out of there, and I tell them the story, and they started laughing their ass off. They thought that they should have stayed there even longer. It was the worst thing ever. I was like, oh my gosh, no, I do not want to go into a private 
show with this Taiwanese woman that has no teeth. I'm so scared right now. It was really bad. Hmm. I, so that that's a really good story. I was also more referring to the one where you were. I don't. It wasn't you necessarily. It was someone else in your cohort for that same trip who was really hell bent on getting a beer. And in his fury <laughs> of like goal orientation towards that liquid courage, ran into the closest bar okay, up okay. the stairs. Yeah, no, this is okay. This, this is the one I was looking this for. This is a very interesting one because, yeah, again, there was, like I said, like everything shuts down in Waikiki. Yeah. Everything shuts down. So we were just like, fuck, we need to try to find something close. And this was like, this was a little bit earlier in our trip, so we didn't wise up to where this strip club area was. So we were like, okay, we got to find something close. We're just running around, and we we were running around down on Waikiki Boulevard, and then like we go kind of down the street a little bit, and all of a sudden we hear this music. We're like, oh, that sounds like club music. It sounds like a a place we want to be. So we kind of look up, and we see it, and there's lights flashing and all this shit, and we're like, okay, Mm, I think that's that's where we need to be. What's that place called? Oh, the Hula Club. Okay. Very Hawaiian. Sounds like a good time. Appropriate. Like you do. We start rolling in, and then one of my friends was super duper excited about this because he really wanted a beer. So he starts rolling in. He just runs in, and then like he had to go upstairs and shit like this. Well, I was kind of chilling back. I don't really move too fast when I. I just don't. I I don't like to move faster than I have to. Like I'd probably be the human equivalent of a sloth if I could be. But uh, so my my friend was just running up the stairs. Gazelle speed. And I'm just kind of moving slowly, and I'm looking around as I'm going in. There's a store there called 90% Straight. I'm like, okay. <laughs> kind of causes you to pause. It's like, that's kind of an interesting name for a store. All right. So we go up the stairs, and, like, there's this huge murals drawn all over the wall, and it's just, like, these shirtless Hawaiian men, you know, very chiseled. Very chiseled. I'm just like, huh, this is another very interesting thing to have just inside of this, you know, club stairway here go up the stairs you know i'm like looking in there. there's like probably like four disco balls too many in there <laughs> <laughs> and like you know how like you get into an entryway and they've got books or not books but it's more like magazines mm-hmm. and well this one pamphlets had like this magazine that had like this really buff guy with like fucking bermuda shorts really tight bermuda shorts and like a sailor hat on <laughs> and it was like all <laughs> ding, oiled ding, up ding, 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 give away like, I'm like, I don't know if this is where we want to be. <laughs> we go in, I'm like I mean, looking not be around. I'm the most observant person, but there's a few hints I think yeah. we've missed. Like, we got in, my, my buddy's already ordering his beer, and I'm like looking around. I'm like, dude, there is like way too many dudes here. <laughs> <laughs> and we get in there, we get in, he's getting his drink, and I get mine. I'm just looking around, we're like, I think this is a gay bar. <laughs> You'd think. Yeah, and uh, that kind of made a few of my friends uncomfortable, so we left. But uh, after the fact, I started thinking, I was like, God damn, we fucked up. We could have got some free drinks that night. <laughs> Breaker of Hawaiian hearts. Yeah, it was, uh, it was bullshit. I should have waited a little bit. That's a good story. Yeah. Only you could go to Hawaii and end up accidentally <laughs> in a gay club. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> Four disco balls too many. That means there's an acceptable quota of disco balls for. <laughs> yes, uh, which is usually maybe like one. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. At best. I like how the sailor hat, though, and the oiled up dude was not the tip off. <laughs> like that would the, be like code red. The like, realization was like just slowly coming out. It was almost like you just didn't want to believe because it was the only place that was open. He's like, like, please, no, I'm just willing please, to. Please, <laughs> I just want to drink some alcohol. Let me put on my blinders. I don't want to have to worry about getting cornholed, too. Because some of those, uh, some of those Hawaiian dudes, they're fucking big. Yeah, Samoans. Yeah, those motherfuckers could carry me away. I mean, I, I would have no say in this. <laughs> Baby, I'm gonna butter your bread. <laughs> Please no. Yeah, we go, Howley. <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. Ninety <laughs> percent straight. <laughs> <laughs> At no point though did like the gear start turning. Like, what could the other ten percent be referring <laughs> right. to? Like, man, that's uh. just an interesting name. Very, very or like the fact that they referred to sexuality in general at the store as you walk in. Well, it was just weird too because anywhere other than Hawaii, if you had a rainbow on your sign, you would be like, "Ha, I know what that's getting a hint at there." Yeah, in Hawaii, everything has a fucking hor- like rainbow on there. Sure. So we're just like, "Oh, let's go up to the hula club. It should be a good time." So yeah, it was kind of interesting. <laughs> weird time there. Mm, you win. Yeah, but oh my gosh, Hawaii was so gorgeous. Like, it was raining the whole time on the east side of the island while we were there. Mm-hmm. We were on the west side of the island, so that was like just sprinkles. Disney's working their magic. Like, yeah, they're the clouds. Oh, 
There will be no rain over here. Oh, boy. But, uh, so the thing was, our resort, we had it set up that we were in an area that every fucking thing, like, as far as eating goes or, you know, if you wanted to do anything, was just expensive as fuck. Just super duper expensive. Mm. Like, to go and sit down and eat dinner there was like $40 a plate. What? Yeah, and that was just for the entrees. <laughs> oh, my God. Expensive this single calamari. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, granted, we, we got like some big ass filet mignon and it was delicious, but it was still like we couldn't do that the Disney seven prices. days we were there, you know? So there was a Costco there. I'm just mm. saying Costco. We were calling it big, big, uh, big box warehouse the last few times. I don't it's give a Costco. fuck anymore. It's goddamn Costco. So we went to a Costco there and we got all our food and, and you know, it's Costco. So the prices were legit and we got a whole bunch of food for the week. We ended up leaving a whole bunch there when we left. But what was different about the the Costco's there is that, um, one, they have Kona coffee, and I fucking oh. love coffee. So we got some Kona coffee. But the thing also is is that... Wait, wait, wait. They don't sell those in, I'm guessing, two-ounce two ounce packages there. They don't. Where the fuck is my giant Costco-sized thing of Kona because coffee? fuck you, it was still expensive <laughs> shit there. That's why. <laughs> It was still expensive. I mean, it's it's Kona coffee. I mean, it's like you're buying the fucking name of the place that it comes from, apparently. Hmm. But um, the thing about these Costco's there is that they uh, they had like usually where like all their cold food is and all that. Well, one with the end of one of the end caps, they had this humongous fucking roaster there. So at this Costco, they were actually roasting beans fresh. Oh, that must have smelled. Fantastic. Oh, great. The only thing, I didn't buy any of it because they were Colombian beans, and I really wanted to try to get Kona, Kona. But I was just like, oh, my God. If I lived here, I would be running a train on this. <laughs> it was so fucking awesome. It was great. No, I'm really sad. My own Costco is not. Like, the closest they come is you can grind your own beans before you leave the store. Mm-hmm. I have my own grinders. That's no different. But, like, a roaster? Ah. Uh, yeah. Why, no. did, what, what, why did I not get a picture of this? I'm kind of upset. Well, because fuck you. That's a common theme of this thread, all right? Yeah, already. It, it fuck was, Spaz. I wanted that so bad, though. Like, I, I, I want to go back just to have some of that, like, super fresh, you know. Straight off the press. Yeah. Oh, my God. Be so good. And, like, even the grinders, because you buy the, the all the coffee and whole bean, right? And they had these grinders there that were, like, no shit grinders. Like... Not only would you pour the coffee in, it would grind it and put it in the bag for you. It also had this little contraption at the bottom that vibrated really fast. So you put your bag on it and it would compact everything in the bag really well. Mm, extra yeah. fresh. Oh my god, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, if you ever do that, I suggest tech, uh, checking out Costco and uh, getting some super duper fresh, uh, delicious coffee out there. All of you that have heard that and are on your way to Hawaii at some time in the future, you're welcome for that great advice. Mm. If Absolutely. I return, I will be heading that way. Absolutely. Well, you should return. It's a good time. Speaking of coffee, did we mention this last time you, last time we hung out, like that morning we went out to a nice coffee joint that was close by? Yep. At, we mentioned that? Yes, right. we did. Okay. Well, <laughs> beep. <laughs> Repeat. Good job. Everyone out there, ignore that. You Never got mind. that the one, yeah. Spaz. That was awesome. Spaz's memory is always the best all the time. <laughs> one track mind of coffee. So there's another big staple of Hawaii if you ever go there, which is kind of interesting, and that is uh, ABC stores. You see ABC Mm. stores literally on every single corner. It's like you hear people talk about Starbucks and how they have their stores on every corner. This is nothing, not even a drop in the bucket. Not even close compared to what ABC stores have. So there was an ABC store right next to our uh, resort that we were staying at. And uh, so we wouldn't check this out, right? Because you know, why, why not? the fuck not? It's a goddamn ABC store. It's part of Hawaii. So we go in there, and we're doing some shopping, you know, getting some uh, getting some stuff for our, our family back home. And uh, is this hold on? Is this like the day you're leaving? Last minute? No, oh shit! Gifts. This is uh, this is the day before. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we're sitting in there. We're looking at all the stuff. They got all you know your standard Hawaii shirts, like your North Shore, blah blah blah, all that shit, you know. And uh, my daughter and her friend are walking around looking at some of the stuff. And all of a sudden, our daughter comes over to me and my wife, and she taps us on the shoulder. She's like, "Come over here and." Uh, I want you to look at this. I want you to tell us what flavor these these suckers are. Oh, God. <laughs> what flavor these suckers are? 
And she's old enough, she knows how to read, so I don't know what the fuck's going on there. So we walk over there, we look at these suckers, and basically, <laughs> what this company did is they put sucker sticks on a condom wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So Why on there earth? was like this whole thing of condoms that were on sucker sticks. <laughs> what would be the... like? I don't know. Was there a marketing gimmick employed? I'm assuming, I think that was the marketing gimmick. Confused so, children. So, have them lure parents oh over my and Lord, buy the that product. That was the funniest shit ever. So, like, they had no idea what the fuck it was. Honey, it tastes like latex. So then we had to sit there and tell our daughter and her friend what the hell they were looking at. You had the birds and the bees conversation in ABC We've had that store. many a times, but it was just funny because we weren't expecting the condom conversation to be <laughs> at that point. Honey, it's, while we're on vacation. <laughs> right? So... What was fucked up or funny about it at the same time was that um, after we got done explaining it all that to her, she was like, so why are they flavored? <laughs> and so we're Did like, well, God damn it. Sometimes uh, ladies like to put that in their mouth. <laughs> Oh, you mean before you use it? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> so was this the conversation you got to like d- d- um, discuss, or is this something your wife? No, we both did. Oh, but okay, I was a little teams. bit more blunt, but you know what? She's always been very, very good at just explaining it that when it comes Bless both your hearts. <laughs> to not like pussyfoot around that. No, we didn't. We, we weren't having a uh, we weren't having a Kim Davis moment where we <laughs> just kind of block it out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Oh, it doesn't exist because I can't see it. It's like gum, but grosser. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, my my daughter grew up a little bit that day. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, guys, we got to have to end this here because uh, I got to go and take a shower before I got to get out of here. Uh, someone has a wedding this afternoon. Yep, I do have a wedding. I just want to remind everybody, please check us out on facebook.wthpodcast.com throw a like our way we'd really appreciate that we're also on twitter.wthpodcast.com throw a follow on that we'd be really appreciative appreciative (laughs) (laughs) throw a follow i like that if you did that um also i mean uh, any comments or anything like that or hate mail or anything like that you can send it to the spaz at wthpodcast.com as always continue sending your dick pics to dudeman at wthpodcast.com and that is also our website wthpodcast.com and you can actually from your computer laptop or phone leave us a voicemail via that website and yeah, voicemail.wthpodcast.com yeah, give us a message have some commentary want to maybe have some information included on the show or something you think is funny we'll more than happy to include it send it our way it might make it on absolutely and uh just do us a huge favor if you find any of this funny if you're enjoying the conversation just anything if you like it if you don't like it if you want to just piss somebody off that you know might get offended by it just uh, <laughs> go ahead <laughs> and their uh, way too. go ahead and, tend, and tell them about our show here we're trying our damnedest to kind of build up right now and uh You guys are our best way of getting the word out, and we appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you guys next week. Have a good one.